How's it going, Simple Lifestyle family? This is your host, Carlos Rivera, and today's guest is my very own roommate, Gabriel Nambila. We're going to talk about his life, a few philosophy he, he lives by, um, and just overall, like, his perspective on life, because I've, I've, uh, I've gotten to know him pretty well by this point, and I think he has a really unique perspective. So, um, Gabriel, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, hi, uh, my name is Gabriel. Uh, I'm a junior at Texas A&M, and I'm a college roommate. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, did you like, have you liked being my roommate, man, or is there things I should improve in my, my routine habits of a roommate? No, living together for the past three have been a blast, man. I couldn't ask for a better roommate. So. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Gabriel, you know, you have a, you have a pretty diverse background um, growing up, so... Why don't you tell us a little bit about how it was growing up, you know, with your African-French uh, background? Uh, so basically, I grew up between living on two continents. Uh, in Europe, I was living in France, and in Africa, I was living in a country named Gabon. Gabon used to be a French colony, and I actually went to school there for a long time. Uh, I went to an international school, and so basically, we are like, like a lot of diversity there and that's pretty much like the thing that shaped my view on life today so what what aspects specifically like the diversity of of what like the cultures the 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 what what exactly impacted you the most being at the international school so basically in this school right in the same classroom you had people like from different country like in the same class you can find like people speaking like six different language people from different religion jewish muslim christian and more and like when we were so young right all those things didn't really matter to us like we're just kids like trying to play with each other just trying to be friends you know like we didn't mind like hey you from a different country hey you speak a different language hey you from a different religion like all those things didn't really matter to us we, like we kind of see each other as the on the human point of it just as kids you know and i feel like that's the thing that really like affected me until today and that's still how i see the world you know i don't see people based on their skin color religion uh country they're from or anything but i see them as human beings as I am a human too. So you've definitely become more open-minded from that experience, correct? Exactly. And how long were you in that international school for? So I went there for four years, three years. And then uh, after that, I moved here in America. So that's pretty much, that was fun. That was fun time. And, you know, now that we're talking about just education in general, because you've, you've experienced both the education system in Europe versus the educational system here in America, right? Yes. So what are your, what's your perspective, like your thoughts on the educational system in Europe versus the U.S.? It's very different, like when you try to compare it. For example, right, when you look at the test, in Europe, right, all the, on the test, right, everything is free response. So basically, you need to use your knowledge to answer the test. But here in the U.S., it's multiple charts, A, B, C, D, and sometimes E. <laughs> and I feel like, over there, you have like the freedom, the creativity to shape your own answer when you answer the test. And here, you just only like bubble things, you know. It's mostly like how much can you retain the information and kind of uh, put it back on the test or remember which one was the right answer. And over there, it's mostly like how much can you retain the information and kind of put it into your own word to respond to the question. I mean, and do you think there's enough efforts going on right now to move towards that kind of education? Like, do you think here in the United States we could probably benefit 
from doing something similar to that? Yes, because I feel like each of us, right, we are different. We have different way of thinking, different way of doing stuff, you know. And by, and by just having, like, a standardized way of testing people, like, some people will benefit from it and some people kind of do bad on it because they're just, like, not used to do, like, to test that way. Right. And by having, like, free response, right, it's kind of up to the student to kind of design with his own brain ideas and to reply to the question. Like, the thing I always say, right, there's multiple solutions to one problem. And by having, like, by letting your student have, like, a free response, they kind of put into their own world what they retain from the material, which I think is pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean... Right now, it's just, it's a, it's, it, it can be a very heated argument, you know, like the whole the argument of the educational system here in the United States and just throughout the world in general. Like, even though it's very diverse, you know, this educational system has not changed much in, you know, the last over 100 years, right? So, I mean, let's say you, you had the power to change the U.S. educational system, right? What would be the first step in doing that? Like, what would be the first thing you would change? Probably the first thing I would change would be like in high school. You know, I feel like in high school here, like, the options are limited, you know. It's mostly like, hey, like, you need to do good on those tests in order to have this score to go to this university, you know. Like, the student doesn't really know what he want to do in life. He just know I want to graduate from high school to go to college. But if you give those students the ability to already, like, to figure out who they are, what they want to do in their life, what is their higher purpose, you know, I feel like things will go better. If you have, like, a test or maybe like a monthly career there that helps students to say, hey, I'm interested in doing this and doing that. That will help them in the future to, to know what path they want to follow. Hey, I want to become this or I want to become that. Because I feel like when you come in college, your freshman year, you kind of lost a little bit. You kind of have like a rough idea on what you want to do, but you're unsure, you know? Mm -hmm. Like you kind of look into different majors. You don't see like which one fits to you. But if you are like this experience before in high school, I feel like things will go better. And that's how it is in Europe, for example. Like from uh, 10th grade to 12th grade, right? They start to put like students in different sections. For example, there's like a section where you only do liberal art thing, a section where you only do science thing, and another se another section, I don't remember, technical things, there we go. Mm -hmm. And so basically, from there, the student can go from one section to the other to kind of figure out like which one he likes to do. And from there, when he goes to the university, he's already like, more ready for it. And that's what I like about it. And we actually, we really do need that here. Yeah. I know, I think we can both personally talk about like our own, you know, undecisiveness of college majors and stuff, but... I mean, that's that's honestly been an issue for a lot of people. No, it's not just in our cases. I've seen a lot of people just struggle through trying to pick a career right off the bat, you know, right after graduation. And there's this concept of uh, the gap year, right, mm -hmm. where some people just, you know, they graduate high school and they take a, an entire year off before starting college, their college education, right? And that and in that gap year, what they do is just, you know, they, they work, they get experience, they, you know, become more self-aware of themselves. They learn a bunch of different skills and all these things, right? Like, do you do you think we should enforce that more? Like having a gap year, or what are your what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I feel like gap year should definitely be an option for like the student to take a break, to kind of look at life and kind of self-realize like what they want to do or not. You know, like I have a lot of friends who took a gap year. When they came back from it, they were just like a whole different person. You know, they had like a new perspective on life. Like they wanted to do new things. You know, 
So I think like it should definitely be an option for people to take a gap year to kind of travel or do something else, you know, kind of to get their mind off of school to kind of have like their life more sorted out. And I feel like after high school where you need time to kind of put your life together to kind of decide like, hey, I want to do this for the rest of my life or hey, I don't do that for the rest of my life. And it's a really hard thing to do, right? Like just picking out what what am I going to do for the next 20, 30, 40 years, right? Just right off like at 18, 19 years old. It's like one of those one of those decisions you have to make that's so much pressure mm-hmm. that, you know, I mean, our parents have gone through it, right? Grandparents have gone through it. And then our generation, it just seems like things are shifting a little bit, right? Just now that with the internet around and we can learn so much online, people's perspectives on education in general has tremendously changed, right? That's true. So, I mean, as far as comparing like, okay, the, the, the education system versus like an online education system, right? So let's say there's a person who is uh, very interested in learning about multiple subjects, but there's no specific major for this person, right? I know, um, I think some universities actually let you create your own major. Um, a few, I remember a few of the universities I applied to before uh, coming here, some of them let you combine classes from different majors and put it and create your own major, right? So I think that concept of just having a diverse education should be more enforced in in the States and just throughout the world in general because, like, no one, no one's black and white. You know, everyone, everyone has a diverse set of skills and opinions and, and just, like, that's that one phrase. Uh, what is it? You can't, you can't force a fish to climb a tree. Exactly. Right? You can't expect the fish to climb a tree. If it's, you know, wasn't born to do that. And I think, I feel like a lot of times we're forced to do certain things that everyone else is supposed to do as well, just to kind of keep a uniform system. But there should be certain, a certain strategy that we can implement for that, for the people to have a more, more diverse uh, education, right? So what are, what do you think, um, what are your thoughts on just online education in general? Like, do you think it's beneficial? Do you think you know, it should be more enforced within schools because let's say, you know, someone takes like the core curriculum that they're supposed to be taking, like the regular system now, and on the side for, you know, for extra credit or to count for credits in their classes, what if those people could take an online course and something that are completely relevant to what they're studying, but something that they're just genuinely interested in learning? What do you think about that? First of all, I want to say intern is a beautiful thing because he allowed us to do things today that was like never not even possible like a hundred years ago. And just by going on a computer, you're able to learn like skills you can learn in the classroom, you know, that help a lot of people. Like, it's true that being like in a classroom in the front of a teacher, uh, talking face to face, you learn a lot of things. But with the internet and online classes, it kind of gives you the opportunity, like you said, to, to create what you want to do, you know, to only target area you want to learn to. Because... With the regular uh, school system, you go to classes, everything was already designed for you. You just need to follow it. But with online classes, you decide to pick the course you're interested into. For example, if there's like 12 videos, you can only watch six because you're interested in the six videos. You don't have to watch the six others, which is a good thing, you know. You're only focusing on what you're interested in and you build your own skill. So I think like it's also the good idea, but... Personally, I like extremely old school method of teaching, like even like not what is today. Like back in the days, right, what they used to do, you used to have like a master and apprentice. 
and the master was just like shadowing and the apprentice was just shadowing the master and they were just like learning every day, learning by watching. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Like today we just learn by taking tests. We just need to meet those requirements. We don't need to actually learn. It's basically testing you out how much can you retain those information. But being able to learn and watching and actually absorb the information is like a totally different thing. Oh, I agree, man. I, I absolutely agree. I mean, these kind of things, like these changes to the education system can't happen overnight. You know, it's going to be, it's going to take some time for real change to occur. Um, but changing subjects a little bit, you know, I've, I've noticed that you, you live, you live by certain philosophies in your life that, you know, that have helped you grow and uh, to become the man that you are today. Right. So, you know, what, what are some of those core philosophies that you live by? So one of them is I want to make life better for other people, you know, like I feel like uh, today, right, we have a lot, you know, we have a lot. We have a cell phone, we have clean water, we can go to university, we have energy, we have warm water, you know. But there's a lot of people in the world who doesn't have it, you know. They just want like the most basic thing ever. They don't want an iPhone, they don't want to travel, they don't want a new watch, they don't want a new pants, they don't want new shoes. They don't want they just want food and water, you know? And sometimes when I think about it, that kind of hurt me a little bit, you know. It kind of make me realize a lot of stuff, you know. Like everything I take for granted, you know, like so people are like just they just need those basic needs. There's like those people in place like Haiti, they just wanna be able to go to school to have an education, you know. One me I say, Oh my god, when is the next iPhone nine coming out, you know? Like, when you kind of put down on a balance, you know, it kind of make you rethink of your priority, you know? Like, like we need to take care of each other, and that's what I'm trying to do. Like, trying to make life better for other people, and I hope I can do it on a bigger scale one day. Uh, yeah, I mean, and from, from that perspective, like, you know, what, what steps do you think we can take to get closer to satisfying that goal? You know, like, to providing uh, more, more food and water for these people. I feel like uh, we can probably use the education system to think about it, that, like, we all the same and we should help each other, you know? Like, there's a lot of people struggling and everything. And if you have, like, the opportunity to help, like, your neighbor or somebody in your community or around the world, you know, you should definitely do it, you know? Like, you can change your life forever. Like, let's say, right, there's this kid in, in Haiti want to become like a doctor or a lawyer or something else and if it helped that kid become a doctor it's going to create like a ripple effect in the community you know he can become come back there and become the doctor and treat people in his community and from there more doctors going to come up and change going to slowly happen and i think that's a beautiful thing man and uh so you, you said your family is from gabon right yes so in in the community in gabon Right. Is there any way you can you can personally like, you know, go and and help out there as well? Hmm. Honestly, yes. Like probably the education system too, because like like I say, right, things are different there. Like this private and public school, and the public school undergrad. So like, most of the good school are private and everything, which I think is like a wrong thing. You know, I feel like education should be like a basic need too. So it's probably one of the things I can work on it. And I mostly see, like, 
goals as a global thing, you know. I don't want to see like, hey, I'm only focusing on that place, that country, those people, those people. I want to do things for everyone, you know, everyone, regardless of where you're from or what language you speak. I just want to do something that will like change your life and impact your life in a positive way, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, just, and I'm like going into, you know, the experience of been, being a traveler, right? Because uh, in life, like what you mentioned, you know, there's there's not one right answer for everything, right? And one way to go about life as well. So what do you think, what do you think are the benefits of being able to travel, you know, and whatever it is for, you know, traveling to create these impacts in other countries in the world or just travel to get to know different places or just travel to experience, right? What are your thoughts on all that? I think travel is a beautiful thing. It opens your mind a lot, you know. It kind of gives you, like, a different perspective on life. Like, I remember, like, the first time I went to Morocco, you know, like, I never been there before and just going there and just seeing like how the culture is so different, how they eat different and everything and how like they happy, like the way they do stuff, you know, and I learned a lot from them, like a lot of cultural thing. Like I drink now American tea, like I use like a lot of American product now, but it's just like just being there talking to the people and get used to them, be like, whoa, this culture is beautiful, you know. I feel like we have a lot to learn from each other. And we should definitely because it's just a waste if you try to just stay in your comfort zone and not get out of it, you know. Like, when you travel, you see, like, there's a lot of things you don't know. And a thing my mom always told me is try to learn something new every day, every day. And just by going to another country, learning about different culture, trying to understand who they are, you know. Not only, like, on the physical side of it, but also the social side of it will help you grow as a person and going to help you become more open-minded and aware of how big is the world. I mean, and also, like, the culture of traveling, it can be something extremely impactful for the people you interact with and for yourself, mm-hmm. right? And there's a concept called uh, the digital nomad, right? Mm-hmm. People who, who travel basically for a living and get paid while they're doing it through online services or, you know, different things they do in each country, like teach a language or, you know, do Uber and all these things, right? Would you ever consider doing a, like having a digital nomad lifestyle? Yeah, probably. Like if I have nothing planned after college, maybe I might be doing that. And actually I have a friend, Ty, who's in Senegal right now uh, with the Peace Corps. Like he's living there for two years. He's doing great stuff, man. Like I met Ty here at Texas A&M. Like he's doing great stuff. Like he's a great guy. Like, he has a big vision too. We agree on trying to change the world and make the world a better place for other people. So yeah, it's definitely something I have in mind. If I have the opportunity, I will do it. Because like I feel like in today's society, right, there's just like this concept that by this age, you need to do this. By this age, you need to do that. Like, you need to graduate college. And after college, you need to get a job. And when you get a job, you need to get a wife. And when you get a wife, you need to start a family. And when you start a family, you need to send the children to school. And when you send your children to school, you need to start preparing to retire. And this, that, that, that. It's just a cycle that is over and over and over again. Which is, I didn't see it's a bad thing, you know. But you should also look into different options. You can, for example, invest your money in one company and you can make like passive income. And with that passive income, you can still take care of your family. For Let's take someone like, uh, who can I, not Bill Gates, I feel like that's a wrong example, but <laughs> just like 
someone who start like a startup company, like if he work, he can still travel and take care of his family. You should look into different option too, you know, of living your life and living a legacy, you know. And one of the things I live by is called a personal legend. Like my favorite book is The Alchemist. Like if you haven't read it, like read it again. Or if you read it in in high school, you need to read it. Like, I don't know, it's like the, a great book with a lot of good stuff. So basically a personal legend, right? It's a thing like all your life is focusing to. Like what is your higher purpose? Like all the things you're doing today is in order to accomplish this personal legend. Like you're going to school, you're learning this, you're learning that, doing this, going that. Like every single thing you do, right? You're going to trace it back to your personal legend, you know? And one of the things I like to do, right? I always tell people, you have 24 hours in a day. We all have 24 hours in a day. What makes us different, right, is how we use those 24 hours. For example, me, I don't do things that is not worth my time, for example. I know that's a bad thing to say, <laughs> but I don't do things that is not worth my time because time is more pre is like a precious thing. Like, you cannot gain back time, you cannot pay back time. We all have a limited time of it. And how we use it is the most crucial thing that makes that make us different, how we can make a difference in this world, you know, how we use time. I mean, how do you think people can you know, simplify that process of actually knowing how to use our time wisely because, you know, it's a concept that, you know, it's it's talked about, but it's not enforced as much as we would we would hope so, right? You know, using our time wisely. We always hear that use your time wisely, use your time wisely. But the action steps, how to do this correctly and and you know how, how it's worked out for you, like how how do you how do you think people can go about that? By asking themselves the right question. Like the question I always ask myself is, why am I doing that? Like, what is the reason behind it? Why am I going to school? What I'm going to, I want to do this. Why I want to do that? Not because, hey, I want to do that in order to get this, but what is like the deep reason behind it? And one of my why, for example, why I'm going to college is because I want to gather the skills and tools that I can use later in life to get closer to my personal legend why I want to make, I want to give help like those kids to get an education because they're going to be the person who can create ripple effect in their community. Why I want to travel because I want to become more aware of the world around me. Why I want to get a job, for example. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, just asking yourself why you're doing things and not just going with the motion, but asking yourself, why are you going with that motion? And if you cannot answer that question, that means you're doing the wrong thing. You need to reevaluate your life. <laughs> wow, and like you, you're like a, you, you seem like a, like a wise philosopher that has gone through all all walks of life already. <laughs> and it's that's amazing, man. Like I, I've I've always you know I've looked up to you. Like a lot of times, these philosophies that you talk about, they're they're absolutely true. And you're like you talk about them, but you're, you 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 walk the talk too. You know, like you actually do these things. You actually ask yourself all these questions. And there's something something me and Gabriel have in common. We have we have sticky notes in our bathroom mirrors where in, in these sticky notes, we have written down certain, I guess, off affirmations yes. or something, things we want to accomplish or just reminders that we that we read every day and just say out loud to help it stick in our minds, right? It honestly, I think that's something more people should be doing that's if true. they're not already. Because sticky notes, you know, they're not expensive. You can... 
you can find a pen or a pencil and write certain things that you want to accomplish. Just put them in your mirror where you're going to see them every single morning. Say them out loud. And the more you repeat that, the more it will stick in your head, right? It's just going to become part of your, your your thought process. And so, Gabriel, you, you want to become a world traveler, right? And you see the benefits of doing all this. And you, 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 I know you're like a very motivated individual, but there's got to be some source of inspiration, right? So do you have any, anybody in your life who is like a, a mentor or a, or a hero to you? Yeah, I do, honestly. And this person, I know her like since day one. It's probably my mother. Like my mother is like, I don't know, there's no word to describe her. She's just like amazing like, she's the greatest person I know. Like, she's such a loving person, you know? Like, like since I was a kid, right, no matter, like, how bad I messed up, you know, she always said, Gabriel's going to be okay. You're going to do better next time, you know? And she told me how to love people regardless, you know? Like, for example, when I was in middle school, I didn't like that kid. I said, Mom, I didn't like that kid. And she said, Gabriel, you need to be tolerant, you know? You need to be loving people like no matter what you know and i don't know she's just a great person to talk to like she gave me it's because of her i like to travel like one i was a kid she was just telling me like all those places she went to when she was younger and everything how much she traveled how many people she met and everything because of her job but she traveled a lot and everything and she's a she's my she's my mother but she's also a good life mentor when i need like advice on anything i always go back to her you know like my mom is not only my mother, but she's also, like, my best friend, you know? Like, I feel okay opening up to her, like, when things are bad and everything, you know? Like, she's a good person to talk to. Yeah, and I've noticed that you, you guys basically talk every day. Because I, I listen to you, you know, speaking in French. I'm like, oh, bonjour, maman. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, he's talking to his mom. That's awesome. And that, that's that's amazing, man. I really hope she hears this episode, too to hear the, the nice things that you think about her. And I hope you tell her these things too, you know. It's important to remind her, our parents, you know, that we love them and they're our inspiration and our motivation and all that stuff. Um, and I think in in life, like, we have to, like you said, we have to just be really kind, you know, kind to everyone, kind to yourself. That's true. You know, all the, all the little things we learned in kindergarten, like treat others the way you want to be treated, mm-hmm. all these things, like, they kind of fade away in, in in our in our minds as we grow older. Mm-hmm. But I honestly think like they're like the the most important, like the core core things in that we should be living our life by, right? I know there was this uh I don't know if it's a book or a series of books uh, called Everything I I forget what it's called. Everything I everything I I need to learn, I learned in kindergarten. Really? Yeah. And it's this author. My dad my dad showed me his an audiobook. Um, of, that he had and this author he just makes the little things in life he creates an entire story about them he created it i remember this one about a bee the life of a bee right just like the simple things that a bee goes through in its in its in its daily world like he makes it seem very human and he makes the details go beyond what you expect that he talks about like very small details that you don't even think about and it's kind of like concept of you got to stop and smell the flowers and enjoy these little things, right? So what do you think now, you know, you know, we're going to graduate soon in about a year. So what do you think, um, like if someone, someone's lacking inspiration or motivation in life, right? What do you, what would you tell those, those people? Like, how would you motivate them to continue? 
is probably the first step is self-love, you know? Self-love is a big thing, man. Self-love, like, today, right, when we try to meet, like, society, like, expectancy, like, we feel like we're not good enough, you know? But that's not true, you know? You need to love yourself. You need to acknowledge that we're not perfect and we know there's something we're going to be successful at and there's some things we're going to be bad at, you know? And, like, I learned the most important lesson in life by failure, by failure and multiple things, you know? So I feel like self-love and knowing that, hey, even though I didn't meet those expectations, oh, I couldn't do this, couldn't do that, couldn't do this, couldn't do that, everything's going to be okay, you know? At least I'm alive today, and tomorrow is another day. And I can always make things better, you know? Always make things better. Like, it's not over until it's over. So you can always make things better. So always keep pushing and always say, I'm enough, I'm enough, or it's okay if things are messed up, you know? Just keep working forward. Like, the most important thing in life, right, is not like how much you fell or messed up, is how much you get up and kept going, you know? That's mm -hmm. all like, that's, that's like a big thing, you know? Always get, get up and keep walking and always try to do your best. Always try to do your best. Uh, I agree, man. I mean, I'm, I don't know if we talked about this before, but I mean, I don't know if you're a huge tattoo guy, but let's just say you would, let's say you, you decide to have a tattoo someday, mm -hmm. right? Just like with a phrase or one word to remind you of what you want, you know, what you want to keep pushing through in life or what, what, what will motivate you, right? So if you can pick like a phrase or a word that you could like just put on yourself and remind yourself forever, what would that be? It would probably be uh, always do your best. Always do your best. Always do your best, you know? Like when you always do your best, you cannot go wrong. Mm -hmm. Like even when you messed up and things didn't work out, as you can see, I did my best, you know? Like I didn't like want like 75%. 99 percent but i want 100 percent in i give like my best it didn't work out it's okay that was a learning experience but always do your best is like a one of my big life philosophy always do your best and also uh i read that book called like the fourth agreement that was like a really like good book you should definitely read it and so basically in the book they talk about four things you know that i live by a lot it's basically be impeccable with your words. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumption and always do your best. So yeah, always do your best would be like the tattoo I would pick if I get a tattoo. I think you, I need to I need to read that book. You have it at home? Yeah, I do. Okay, I want to read it next. It's a great book. Everyone <laughs> should read it. Awesome. Well, Gabe, I appreciate you coming out here again, man. I've been uh, looking forward to this interview uh, with you. Any uh, last words you would like to leave the people with? Yeah. Uh, like I say, uh, ask yourself the right question and always do your best, you know. Like, try to see life, like, try to set, like, bigger goals for your life, you know. Try actually, like, to leave a legacy behind you. Don't just go, like, with the motion, but kind of have, like, a destination. You want to get a destination where you want to go, and that's all that matters. Like, I always live by that A, Z principle so basically i know i'm at point a 
I don't know which, which point Z and I don't know what is in between or whatever going to happen in between. But those things doesn't matter because I know where I'm standing and I know where I want to go. And that's the only thing that matters. Whatever is in between doesn't matter to me. I know where I'm standing and I know where I want to go. That's the only thing that matters. Awesome, man. Well, man, I really appreciate you coming out today. Uh, it was a great conversation. Um, and you guys want to check out more of uh, Gabriel's philosophies. I know he has a pretty uh, artistic uh instagram i'll tag uh, in this in the description but yeah gabe thanks for coming out today man thanks for having me yeah and guys if you uh if you're liking what i'm doing in the simple lifestyle podcast please uh leave me a review with uh with your opinion you know to so i can see how i'm doing and what i can improve on um i would i'll be reading all the comments and everything so i'll uh i'll definitely check those out and also i if you are listening to this on you know itunes and stitcher i actually recently got um, my podcast on the platform Spotify. So if you guys have Spotify, you guys can also listen to me there. And um, well, that was it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. And I hope you guys have a great day. Yeah.